What's up, everybody? This is Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. It is Sunday, August 11th. We've got a lot of things to get to, but first I want to remind you that I start my new job tomorrow, so um, I'm not going to be doing this in the morning anymore. If I'm doing, if I do a pot, if I record a podcast, it's going to be in the afternoon slash evening now. So just be aware of that. So the way I structure this entire thing is going to be a little bit different, but just so you know, that's heading forward, moving forward. I will still be doing the podcast. It just depends on how I feel when I get home and all that stuff. I don't have time to do it before I wait or go to work. But anyway, a huge asteroid misses the Earth, but spotlight. What? But it spotlights the threat posed by space rocks and the need for a possible uh, planetary defense system. Um. And I absolutely agree that we need to start thinking about stuff like this. Um, As Tony Stark put it best in, oh God, was it Agents of Ultron or Age of Ultron? He said, um, I see a suit of armor around the world. And he meant that because there are threats out there that we can't anticipate or we can anticipate and we need to be ready for them, such as space rocks possibly hitting the earth or space rocks hitting the earth and causing a cataclysmic event. So it's important that we start building a defense to be able to combat these type of things. And we will see how that looks moving forward. I don't know what progress or anything is being done in anticipation of that, but we'll have to just wait and see what it looks like moving forward. Cause I don't know. Uh, Ron Burgundy hit six late night shows in a hysterical cross network promotion the other uh, the other night. Um, but I mean, Ron Burgundy. If you haven't seen Anchorman, then I honestly don't know what's wrong with you because Anchorman's one of the funniest movies out there. Will Ferrell absolutely amazing as um, Ron Burgundy. What a character. It's one of the best characters. He's. It's probably the most iconic character he's ever played. It's It, it, it tops even Ricky Bobby uh, in, my, in, in my eyes. That's just how I see it. Um, but Ron Burgundy is out here making, making waves in the late night uh, media, so that's interesting. Um, he's he's done a lot of things, and he's he is funny. I, I mean, I, if people say he's not funny, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they've been watching that they consider funny. Because Will Ferrell, I mean, he's just hilarious. He does what he has to do to make people laugh, and I absolutely applaud them for that, or applaud him for that. It was it was incredible. Or it's incredible. Um, so I'm glad to see that he's making the rounds around late night shows and of doing comedy and making people laugh and other things such as that. It's just nice to see someone actually trying to make people laugh and just make the world feel a little bit better. 
in the current times, you know? Anyway, Uber burned through $5.2 billion last quarter, its biggest quarterly loss ever. Uh, excuse me. Um, uh, that's an insane amount of money to be to lose. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know how that happens. But, you know, um, it is what it is, so... Um, but Uber, they're still going to keep doing rides. They're still going to do the, I mean, their business is still going to go on despite losing $5.2 billion. But you know, um, Uber is a good service most of the time. Um, but we're just going to have to see if Uber can rebound from this quarter loss. Um, who knows if they're going to be able to, I really, honestly, we don't, it is just, we don't know. It's hard. It's going to, it's hard to call it out right now because you see this number and it's such a massive number and it's, they're, they're just losing money. It's really quite, incredible um so will uber be able to fix this and get start getting back into the right direction um who's to say we don't know yet but just be wary of that because uber could if they go bankrupt then there goes one of the leading uh car driving uh, car driving services, shall we say? Um, new seven wonders of the world. Well, you got the Colosseum in Rome, which I've been to. Thankfully, it's absolutely outstanding. It's pretty awesome. Um, Petra in Jordan, the Great Wall of China. That'd be nice to see one day, but I don't know if I'm gonna make it there. Who knows? Um, my uh, La Chichen Itza. Uh, Machu Picchu, Christ the Redeemer in Rio, you know, the big Jesus statue in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and the Taj Mahal. Um, um, as I'm looking at this list, I think we could take Petra from Jordan off. I think the Eiffel Tower needs to be on there. Because the no one, I mean, the Eiffel Tower makes it's just. I mean, look at the the Women's World Cup uh, coverage was literally in a park across from the uh, Eiffel Tower, and it was in the background of every screen. And every time I saw it, it just made me feel the sit the what Paris is known for as the city of love. Um. It's. It just gave. I think it's a wonder. I would. I want to. I would love to visit Paris one day and see this. Uh, the Eiffel Tower. I don't know if I'm going to get that chance to, but hopefully one day I'll have enough to go over there and see it. But I definitely think the Eiffel Tower should have been one of the seven wonders of the world. That's just my personal p- opinion. But 
I think it holds credit to other people as well. Um, last news bit, cats understand the names and are probably just choosing to ignore you because that's how cats are. Um, there's a reason that dogs are called man's best friend. It's because they're obedient and loyal for in a, probably about 95% of the situations. Um, cats, on the other hand, I'm a dog person, but cats, they don't really listen very well in, in my experience. They don't listen. Now, I have a neighbor's cat that responds very well to her name. Um, and she doesn't, she doesn't ignore us because we give her treats and stuff and she loves us basically she spends as, uh, probably as much time over here as she does at home so um but the in m the majority of my other experiences with cats they just they're not they're by no means man's best friend i mean that's just a simple fact in my mind in my opinion but i don't know I'm sure cat, obviously cat people are going to disagree with me on this. Um, I'm sure of it. Um, I'm sure uh, dog people would agree with this. Well, maybe not necessarily. I don't know. We would have to take a, like a massive gigantic poll or something in order to see if this is actually or what people believe about this issue. It's not a huge issue, but it's just something I wanted to remark on while I was here. Um, sports. USA Basketball announced their 17 finalists. Oh, goodness. Where is that article? Real quick. Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, Lord. Where is this article at? Oh, come on. I, you know what? We're not even going to worry about it currently. Um, but the they, their roster is a little bit depleted from um, a little bit depleted for going into the World Cup. But in all honesty, the roster should be there. Um, De'Aaron Fox, Kuzma, Harrison Barnes. Um, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Mason Plumley, Marvin Bagley, Marcus Smart, PJ Tucker, Derek White, Joe Harris, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Lowry, Donovan Mitchell, Miles Turner, and Chris Middleton. Um, and I believe that that is a very solid core group there. I believe they can make it done or get the job done in the World Cup. But we'll have to just wait and see how it looks moving forward, you know. Um, but next, um, yes, nope. Yankees activated their catcher Gary Sanchez from the 10 day DL, so that's or IL, excuse me, it's not the DL anymore. Um, so that's good news for Yankees fans moving forward. They got the catcher back, or at least 
they think they got their catcher back. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But um, um, but you know, we'll just have to um, let it play out and see what happens. You know, um, Yankees. Honestly, they 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 have the next man up mentality, and it's been working for them. So I can't exactly argue with it. Um, ESPN's number two running back in their ratings for college, Trey Sanders, might have a season-ending foot injury for Alabama, and that's going to hurt their running back depth. This might be the weakest Alabama team that there has been in some time. The the SEC West might be susceptible to a team overtaking Alabama this year. Now, I've seen things that say Texas A&M could do it with – Jimbo Fisher at, in the, at the helm. I don't know. We'll have to see because college football, we're getting close to it. Next Saturday is the official start of college football. So get those week zero games going. And then the full slate picks up the next weekend. Um, But this could be a huge loss for Alabama going forward. This, this is not the highest team that they could have anymore um so but anyway let's uh, excuse me let's move on to all the soccer that i have to get to uh, oh man where do we want to start let's start in liga un shall we um stade re stade rom took down marseille 2-0 yesterday uh, Bordeaux went down at Angers. Um, Toulouse drew with Brest. Uh, Dijon, uh, Saint Etienne went to Dijon, Dijon and took him down 2 1. Stade Rennes went to Montpellier and took him down 1 0. Um, and a little side note about that game, Stade Renes was down a man for the last 21 minutes of that game because of a red card. So they were able to get the job done and get the win and get three points, which puts them currently in seventh in the league. Granted, there's still one game left to be played, which I will get to that in a minute. Um, OGC Nice, or Nice, whatever, took down 10-man... Amiens two to one at home. Um, Amiens was down. Was they their man got a yellow card in the seventeenth minute and then a red card or a second yellow in the twenty seventh minute. So they had to play the rest of the game down a man. That obviously doesn't help your cause if you're down a goal or down two or whatever. Um, so Nice got took got the job done and they are currently sixth in the standings at the moment. Um, this morning. Timothy Weah was in the starting 11 for Loche Lille or Loche Lille. I've heard Loche Lille as the title for this team. I don't know. I might learn it eventually. I don't, we'll have to wait and see because they're in the Champions League this year for after finishing second in Liga Un last year. So we'll have to see how that looks moving forward. But Timothy Weah got the start. He got a yellow card in the 65th minute. But Lille gets the 2-1 victory over Nantes at home. So Lille is fifth currently in the table through one match day. 
you may remember I mentioned Strasbourg or Strasbourg. Uh, um, Strasbourg, <coughs> excuse me. Strasbourg is playing in the Europa League currently, in the Europa League qualifiers right now. They came out against a newly promoted Mets team and drew 1 1 at home. So Strasbourg is not off to the greatest of starts because they're probably focusing on Europa League a little bit too. They want to get to the playoff rounds, so we'll see if they can win this week in Europa League and get to the playoff round of the Europa League, but we'll see how that plays out. And the one team that hasn't played yet is PSG. They take the field at 3 o'clock at the Parc de Prance in Paris against Nîmes Olympique. Um, I expect PSG to absolutely just straight murder them. Not, it's not even going to be close, in my opinion, but it, or at least it shouldn't be. The reigning Liga 1 champions should just run right through this game if everything goes right, and we will have to wait and see on that because I don't know what will happen. Uh, let's go to the Premier League since the first match day is over. Um since I didn't get to pre- uh, do these games yesterday, um, Re- Man City murdered West Ham United 5-0 at London Stadium in London. Gabriel Jesus, Re- uh, Sergio Aguero penalty, and a Raheem Sterling hat trick were the goals. So Man City opens up their account with a 5-0 victory. That currently puts them on top of the table after match day one. Um How about newly promoted Sheffield United going to Bournemouth and earning a freaking point out of that game? I picked Bournemouth to win that game in Across the Ponds uh, Premier League Prediction Contest, which is another podcast out there. Um, I predict Bournemouth to win that game, and then Sheffield United gets a late equalizer and gets the 1-1 draw. It absolutely destroyed me. I... 100% 100% thought that I was going to get um, a Bournemouth victory. And then Sheffield United happened, finishing second in the championship last year, earning that automatic promotion to the Premier League. So they did well. Uh, Burnley, Ashley Barnes scores a brace for Burnley, to, and they go on to beat Southampton at home 3 0. Um, uh, Crystal Palace and Everton drew. Everton played down a man because Morgan Schneiderlin got a red card or a second yellow late in the match. So Crystal, I picked a Crystal Palace-Everton draw, so I was happy to get that one right as well. Um, <clears throat> no. Um, the next game yesterday was one that I did not see coming. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion went to Watford and absolutely took them down. Brighton and Hove Albion took down Watford 3-0. And it was absolutely incredible. Um... Brighton and Hove Albion, they play they were dangerous last year, and they might be dangerous this year if they can keep playing like that. Especially. 
Um, they absolutely did fantastic yesterday, and hats off to you, boys. Hats off. Um, Tottenham against Aston Villa. Aston Villa, the winner of the uh, championship promotion play or the promotion playoffs last year against Derby County, and Aston Villa came to the Premier League. They actually got the early lead against Tottenham in um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. But Tottenham rebounded. Harry Kane got a brace that guides Tottenham to their victory. Um, hmm. But, you know, so it's it was an interesting thing to watch. Tottenham, they worked themselves into the game. They got the win, and it was absolutely sensational for Tottenham as they are now towards the top of the table. Actually, I think they're they are sixth currently after one match day. Obviously, this doesn't mean anything yet. Um, today's games, Leicester, Wol- Leicester City and Wolves drew nil-nil. Both teams had chances, so don't think that it wasn't just a defensive struggle. Um, so, yeah, Absolutely. It was a, it was a fun game to watch. The chances just did there was no goals, unfortunately. But um, Arsenal takes down Newcastle thanks to oh god, uh, Abamyang, Pierre Emerick Abamyang. Excuse me, netted the only goal for the in the game, and it gave Arsenal the win one nil at Newcastle. Um, lastly, Man U poured it on Chelsea. Christian Pulisic. Came off the bench in the 59th-ish minute for Chelsea. And it at that time, it was 1-0, but Man U absolutely poured it on from there, and it finished 4-0 Man U. So currently, um, if we were looking at the week one or the week one table, West Ham, Chelsea, and Watford would be relegated to the championship Man City would win the league. Man U, Manchester or Manchester City would win the league. Manchester United, Liverpool, and Brighton and Hove Albion would be in the Champions League, and Burnley and possibly Spurs and Arsenal, depending, would go to the Europa League, which is absolutely it's just absolutely insane what happened here on Week One. So, but anyway, um, lastly, the German Cup, the DFB Pokal. Uh, where do I want to start? Where do I want to start? Uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf, the team that Man City loaned goalkeeper, U.S. Men's National Team goalkeeper Zach Steffen to. They played their first game. They He gave up a penalty early, but the Fortuna Dusseldorf rebounded in extra time to get to the second round of the German Cup 3-1. Um, uh, Bayer Leverkusen, Kevin Holland, Leon Bailey, the Jamaican, and Kai Havertz all scored for Bayer Leverkusen in a 4-1 win. Weston McKinney was subbed in in the 58th minute for Schalke up 2-0 in the first round, and they won the game 5-0. So that was a great start for Weston McKinney. He didn't score or assist, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't. He at least didn't score. Um. Hoffenheim is through to the second round on penalties against a third-tier German side, so that was very interesting to note. 
Um, but yeah, that was very interesting of note or noteworthy type of thing. So, uh, what else do we got? Oh, Josh Sargent, the young, young U.S. men's national team player, or he will be on the senior team soon enough. Started for Werder Bremen yesterday in the first round or in the first round of the German Cup. He didn't score, but and he was subbed out in the 60 something minute and they won 6 1. So they clearly didn't need him. Um, RB Leipzig, they survived 3 2. Hertha BSC, John Anthony Brooks' former team, won 5 1. Eintracht Frankfurt got a good scare from Waldorf. Um, but a late Ante Rebic hat trick propels them to the second round. And we've got some barn burner games right now. Hamburger is in a game with Chimnetzer FC right now. Um, it's a 2-2 game in the 78th minute, so that's very interesting. Uh, U.S. men's national team player Bobby Wood is on the bench for this game. Um, so we'll see if Bobby can get... Um, but yeah, so Hamburger's in a great game right now. Cologne is in a great game with Wihin Weissbaden. Baden, whatever. They're in a 2-2 game also in the 78th minute, so... It's getting tight for these teams. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, tomorrow in the German Cup, it's the last day of the first round of the German Cup, Hanover 96 takes on Karlsruhe at 1230. Stuttgart takes on Hansa at 1230. John Anthony Brooks, now a VFL Wolfsburg player, will play at 1230 against Halsh Halisher, hopefully he's in the starting lineup. I don't know if I don't know if he's healthy enough, but I hope John Anthony Brooks is healthy enough to play because he's he's a great young U.S. men's national team defender. Well, he's not young as young anymore, but um, he's a great defender and he's known for that great goal against um, that won the game against Ghana in the 2014 World Cup. Uh, that sent or that exercised some demons from the World Cup previously before that. So I hope he's playing tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see. <clears throat> um, excuse me, and lastly, Bayern Munich plays at 245 tomorrow against Energy. Cottbus. So there's still some great games left up for grab. Uh, or well, not maybe not necessarily great games, but that's just how it's looking so far. Um, but we'll have to just wait and see how it looks moving forward. There's plenty of soccer left to be played. Um, we're just getting seasons started. La Liga starts on Friday. Um, 
Serie A starts the 24th. Um, what was the other one? The Bundesliga starts this on Friday as well. So it's important to keep up with some of these teams and some of these things moving forward uh, for um, soccer purposes. Um, also, college football, like I said, is getting started not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So we'll be doing things with that too. Um, Oh, what else? I don't think there's really much else to say. So I think we're just going to leave it here, wrap it up, and just remember that, like I said, the format of this is going to be moved to the afternoon, evening, starting tomorrow. At, now on weekends, it might still stay the same, but I'm going on vacation from this the 17th to the 24th so we're gonna not be doing podcasts at all that week unless i can actually find somewhere to be peaceful and do my podcast but i don't think i'm going to i think i'm just gonna leave it alone for the week um but just stay tuned for how this is gonna look moving forward um i don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how I'm going to feel about doing this, continuing to do this. So we'll, you're just going to have to wait and see how I progress with this moving forward. Um, but just stay tuned. I mean, don't go anywhere. I, if you think I'm gone, I probably am not gone. I just need to find some time and get this done and get out some podcasts and some recordings. But anyway, Thank you for listening today. We hope you have a great day. Um, I'm looking forward to starting my new job tomorrow, and maybe we'll be back with at some point.